Go. I was going to say, good, getting creative and stuff like that, man. Like, to be honest with you, like, I get, I'm not, I'm an emotional being. I think we all are, but I'm more emotional. So I, I'm, I'm motivated off of my emotions, anger, fear, love, right? Mm. You probably know that on basketball. You get me revved up, I'm going ham. You know what I'm saying? Even on a twisted ankle or something like that. I'll mm-hmm. like, you get me up, I'll do it, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm motivated by that. So when I when I am in the zone to make music, it's like when I hit it, like even when I'm at work, it sucks because when I feel it, I want to be like, all right, I got to go. Yeah, I got go to I gotta go in my room right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got to go because I have this uh, I have this current, this electric energy of beats coming through me and ideas. And I'm like, I got to get it out now because, you know, it'll be gone. Like, yeah, it'll be gone. Because sometimes it's hard. It's it's hard for me to muster up sometimes. Sometimes that that feeling to make a, a hot beat or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I, I wish I was better at maintaining that. You know, and I read a bunch of books and things like that, and people. It just doesn't seem to work for me. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm so. Um, stubborn that I take in these ideas and it just, I not naturally just block them, you know, mm. I don't know, but it's, 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 uh, I know when it hits me, I'm just like, yo, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. It's right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I agree. I've, 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 I, I, the creative process, it's not on a time schedule. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a, it's uh intuition almost it's it's something you feel and you know kind of especially if you're you know doing something for so long you, you kind of know when you have that feeling like oh shit like it's here like oh okay i need to capitalize on it, being cognizant of it and yeah like i said creativity doesn't really have a schedule and that's what's hard about trying to you know maintain the dual life like yo let me be my responsible self my i'm an american i'm a man this is what i'm supposed to do my i've cleared that house and then shit okay this is the shit i really geek out on man but it just it's not on a schedule fuck okay how do i you know try to get into that flow state i guess or how do i what mechanisms can i do to you know jump start that creativity you know and that, that's what it's always the problem you know what i mean trying to figure that and out i love how you said the whole like it's like there's sometimes and I don't know if everybody feels this way. Sometimes you feel inundated by all the little things you're supposed to do or you want to focus on the things you need to do. So you have responsibilities, right? And so you do the responsibilities. Some of them you don't because it's like, fuck, I, ain't, I, don't, I don't want to waste my time doing this shit. You know, like we talked about offline, you know? Like some people are like, let me get a mate. So I, it's not that I'm lazy or maybe I am, but it's just like, I'd rather use my energy on these other things because when, you know, like for me in my situation, I spent about eight hours of work, eight hours of dialysis, you know? So when I'm off, I don't want to sit here spending four or five hours trying to organize something, you know, if it's not fun to do, you know what I'm saying? If that, yeah. Like, and I have, to, I have to put that asterisk, yeah. you know, because I'm doing this, these other obligations. And so it's just like, if I can have this other part of my obligations put away and set in stone, it just makes me feel more um, motivated and and like I've been working on my purpose. You know what I'm saying? 
because now I'm like, cool, I got this stuff. I can work out. I can do this. Because sometimes for me, I know I'll, I'll start to work out and then I'm a daunting idea of like, oh, snap, trash, bills, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's weird, it's weird to say. And I know it probably sounds probably sounds whack, but I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just speaking the truth to some people, you know? It's the conundrum. It is. I mean, you it's know? at that impasse, you know, it's like, fuck, I just want to not do what I do and I just want to do this shit all day long. Okay, now the question is, how do I make that worth my time? How do I price that out? How do I make a living off of it? Well, and then the standard is like what you've been doing. You know what I mean? Like, okay, this is what I actually do to pay the bills. And now how do I finesse what I love to do into, you know, creating a lifestyle? But that to me, that, I think that's just more of a journey thing. I think all the frustrations you feel, I think are just par for the course. You know, I think yeah, you know, yeah. The, the journey right now is because I feel like I've done everything that I was supposed to do for other people, mm -hmm. right? Being the responsible, or whatever. And now it's just like, all right, I'll do what I need to do, but let me enjoy my time now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, let me enjoy my time because it's, it's so precious, you know, and and not have to feel like. I've been doing everything else that everybody else wanted me to do. And I'm finally doing what I want to do within reason without being late, super lazy or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have something behind it. You're not just doing it frivolously. You're not like, I just make music to make music, which is totally fine. But you're like, yo, I, I actually love this. I would like to take it up a notch and, you know, get it out there to the masses in a, you know, probably whatever manner you would like and, you know, create a following or whatever it is your heart desires. I think, you know, you feeling that, gut thing and you know speaking passionately about it you know and harking back to your emotion uh rant off camera it was like yeah like you feed on that you you know you, you're aware of the i guess your emotional state so you figure take it to your advantage now that since you're aware of it the fig the fact that you can step out of your own self and look at that and tell yourself that it's like okay that's definitely a good step going forward you know what i mean so yeah. you're able to use that to your advantage like yo my passion and my emotion, I will be able to collide and get me to this creative state to, you know, do what the fucking shit I like. And all well, the doubt and, and all the stuff is always going to be part of the process. For sure. And I think I think part of it, too, is because when I am passionate about it, let me have that because I think for a lot of things up right now has def def deflated me, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, depressed me for a certain reason. So when I get that passion, it's like this, it's just like it's like this child moment of yourself where you're like, damn, that energy, anything's possible, you know? Um, and, and you know, maybe it's more about, like, you know, uh, mental health, but, like, you know, I think sometimes for some people when they get older, that that energy of that um, fades, you know? Mm -hmm. That flame, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's a sad thing because we get caught up in, you know, some get caught up on the multiple failures or if they choose to get the call it failures or they get caught up on like all of a sudden you look back and you're like, oh, I've been at this job and I have two kids and a wife and that that passion I had for this went away because I had responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? And that's not I'm not trying to tell people to run away from the responsibilities. I'm just saying like it's sometimes sad to see that happen in people where that fling of their innocence and their drive goes away. Have you had that or how do you feel? No, I agree. I think the fucking, I think it's, I mean, speaking on only the experience that, you know, I've been through and, you know, we've shared experiences together. 
I think the whole point, like when you're a kid, it's like the world's infinite. And then slowly through our lives, that shit gets beaten out of us. You know what I mean? Not like literally, but just kind of through, you know, whatever, quote unquote, information or indoctrination or education, whatever you want to call it, whatever they're giving to us is slowly stamping out kind of the way we looked at the world. And as you get older, certain, quote unquote, truths are revealed and then you know it's that word called jaded whatever they I, I think that's what they say is you know you get to a certain point in life like what you said and you, you know you lose track of basically who you are i guess in my opinion you know especially if you're a kid and you have this way of living life it's not really dependent on a specific thing it's just a feeling and then the minute you lose that feeling it's almost like you lost yourself and then you reflect back you're like shit and who am i but if we're not asking those questions, because to your point, if you're busy in the days of, you know, life, keeping up with the Joneses, the bills, you're living this life that isn't the life that you want to live. And I think everybody, not everybody, but people who think in that manner, whether they know it or not, is a, a singular fashion. It's like, oh, I see it. This is what people do. Right. Like, that's kind of the idea. There's a certain sense of normalcy. I think we all think there is. But deep down, we know we're all weirdos. It just you trying to deal with your own weirdness in the world is the trick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to, trying to accept yourself. It's like, it's weird because you know, you're weird and you think you accept yourself, but you're, you're hiding your weird side. Right. Mm -hmm. At times, you know what I'm saying? And then trying to actually learn how to really accept yourself and your weird self to be completely weird and not give a shit about what somebody else says about it. Right. Yeah. Like I think the energy portion is the part that, we kind of lose sight of, you know, it's, it's a, it's an idea. It's more of a very general term that gets thrown out there maybe too often to the point where, you know, really thinking about what energy is and really bringing like good energy or good vibes, whatever yeah. you call it. I think that plays a bigger role than I think we give it what it is. You know, I think it's, it's humongous in the energy and now how one harnesses that is the, then that becomes that personal journey. We always kind of reference back to, it's like, you know, you get to this point in life and maybe, maybe this is the age when the wisdom trickles in and, you know, we start to do a little bit of that. Like we always say, and these things that come to our mind, these revelations, these uh, epiphanies and, you know, this constant growth. Um, yeah, man, I think that's. Yeah. I mean, like essentially, like you were talking about energy, I'll say like, essentially, I think we want to get to the self recharging battery of our own energy where we don't have to need someone else i think that's the ultimate goal on a balance of who you are being being at peace of who you are and where you're at and then also having the ability to recharge your uh, um emotional energy or battery you know um some are good and some aren't you know depending it obviously it depends on their experiences and upbringing you know mm -hmm. um Cause like I, I've always stated this and it could be a very limited belief, but I always say this is like, I've never seen a happy loser. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I mean, like in sports or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I've never seen a really happy loser. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Spirit of competition is the most realest shit. Like it's, it's, it's a tricky thing, you know, competition, you know, cause you bring this, you know, all types of, you know, the, the mental aspect of what that means in, in various forms, you know, the, I don't even know how to explain it. It's so natural. I mean, at least for me, I, I feel like it's, it's a natural thing that people have clearly. Um, but yeah, uh, how do you, 
how do you really explain that? It's it's that that feeling that that intuition shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it's an innate thing because even you see little kids, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know if they ever taught this, but you'll see little kids that sometimes will fight for a toy. Mm-hmm. It's like a competition, or sometimes you'll see two little boys trying to like pull up on a little girl in diapers, like what up, trying to get the attention. Like, did they watch their parents, or was that like something that was taught that they just innately know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's crazy that competition. I mean, competition is in us. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. trying to de- decipher if it's a good thing or if it's a or if it's a uh, insecurity thing, you know, because sometimes when you see someone or, you know, or, or a certain situation where you're going to a job and, and you see some, who you're going against, you know, sometimes some people were like, I'll, I'll destroy you. And then some of the ultimate confident people are like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'll come, I'm going to win. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what I've been taught to say that is the, the best type of a person. Although, Although we've seen that most people love the fuck out of Michael Jordan, and he was one of the as confident as he was, he was also slightly um, insecure. You know what I'm saying? I don't know mm-hmm. if you watched that, but like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it, some of it is driven by insecurity. He said he did, he wanted his dad's love. I don't know if you watched. Yeah. The, I watched the doc. You know, we you talked know about it. Yeah. yeah, why he said he wanted his dad's love. He said that like, oh, you you say this, I'm gonna show you why you don't do that, and it's like. Is is that is that like it's all it's all funny how you look at it and it all depends on you know I'm gonna say you know vehemently it all, it all depends on who, who's dick you're writing right and I always say that because like you know I wanted to say something else but you brought up competition and I thought like you know LeBron James lost the Lakers lost right first time he's ever lost in the first round. And obviously the first thing people say or the thing that people say is like, well, Jordan never lost in his first round when he was in his in, in his prime or whatever. And I'm like, like, let's give let's give some context to this, people. Like LeBron James has already been in the league 18 years. Mm-hmm. It's not even about age, it's about mileage of games, right? Yeah. Right? He was yeah. already in the league of 18 years. Yeah. Him him and a mul- multitude of players on that team had major injuries so the 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 vibe was off you know and so you know they take that to to take take away it's not michael jordan's fault like when i say these things it's not michael jordan's fault he's not going out there and saying these things now if he is then you're wasting time but it's like it trips me it makes me laugh that it's like people make these blanket statements but don't give context to what's going on in the situation you know like no need context is lost we don't have context no more <laughs> no not at all it's it's like you know like uh, like have you been following the call me brown thing i, I think we have uh i've i've followed it here and there i'm not sure where it lies now but last time i checked on it maybe like a week or two ago i i was like i always bring this up it sounds off, off, off the top but like I guess I'm trying to say his context. Like people are like, "Oh, Bobby Brown's going off on these people. He's blah blah." And then you know Stephen A. Smith, being the wackest commentator in my opinion, right? Uh-huh. Wants to wants to go on his on Disney, which is whack. Disney ESPN go on there, and he does his whole blooper role. Kwame Brown trying to you know fumbling, mm-hmm. and so it's just like it's it's funny because like 
you wasted your time to do that instead of bringing the guy on there and talking about it if you're such a man Stephen a smith and also you have a higher platform so you're going to do it that way you're whack on on that <coughs> and then two <coughs> or three <coughs> sorry um <coughs> we get this water oh you're good you're good the three is like you like think about this for a minute he got drafted in 2001 it's been about 20 years people have been talking shit about Kwame Brown and he's never said anything. That's a good point. <clears throat> now he finally says something and people are getting butter. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, like, there's been a video showing that Steve A. Smith outside, like, the ESPN going to little basketball camps. He was taking shots at Kwame Brown, you know? About how how he's been in a league and he hasn't improved or whatever. And it's like, well, as whack as he is to you, he's been in, he was in a league for 13 years and made almost $70 million. Which is another context where, I, where I'm like kind of I'm kind of disgusted with basketball or sports, right? It's not necessarily an athlete. It's just what comes with it right now, right? Mm-hmm. You have a lot of outside people who wish they can do what these people can do. And they claiming that they're whack. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Pump your brakes. You know what I'm saying? Pump your brakes. Because what they what they are achieving, as as whack as LeBron James, people call him or whatever, and 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 talk shit. There's a lot of people that would die to be LeBron that whack LeBron James with the money, the athleticism, and the opportunity to play basketball like that. Do you think it'd be a different narrative if they were, if this was basketball in the 60s? If this was basketball in the 60s, I mean, information moves differently, you know? I, I think, I think. But they wasn't making no money. They wasn't making no money. No, like, they weren't they were, making no money either. Some of these no. dudes had like part-time jobs. Was like, Yo, I'm no, they, yeah, they had part-time jobs or whatever. And it was like, you know. <clears throat> Uh, I mean, I think they still made more than the average person. You know what I'm saying? Not by much, though. I, yeah, I have, to, I have to look up and honestly do the research. But I, I, I mean, our, you know, I remember hearing about Michael Jordan and his salary. You know, like, wow, that's now compared to now is grossly underpaid. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. Disgusting. So that's you what know? I'm saying. And Jordan era, they was already on TV. So imagine before TV deals, when the finals would be on like a Tuesday at 11:30 at night or some shit. Yeah, but. But I will also say, to throw out there, we're looking at just the numbers, but we're not looking at like, okay, let's take in how much was gas, how much was bread, how was, you know, <clears throat> how much was he com- being compared in the, com- at, or being paid at the time comparison and how much were houses, loans, and interest rate, you know what I'm saying? Like, how much were you, because when, when we're growing up, right, like, I think, I think when we were growing up, parents in the 80s or whatnot, you could get like a savings account or savings bond and get eight percent back. Oh yeah, you know, at a bank. Yeah. Now you can't even get that. You know, so I, it's like there's a lot of things that I'm like, well, but they definitely weren't on this level though. Let's no, just not be at honest. All. It's like like right now, like thirty million a year or twenty million a year. Mm-hmm. That's filthy. So like, this is what I'm saying. So the reason why I say that is because now that they're in the spotlight, you know, whether it's their choice or not, however you want to, you know, whatever you choose to believe they're in the spotlight because one, the NBA is a, you know, it's a TV 
product. It's a uh, it's entertainment value, and they're up there. You mm-hmm. know, they do the NFL, same thing with all that, and they're only improving the brand of their sport. You know, it's their business, and I think that where they're at now, any notoriety, any attention is good attention. And I think the Kwame Brown thing, if I had to do an outside looking in, do you remember when the NWO showed up at WCW? Yes. And for a long while, people that were in the know knew it was kind of like, oh, this is a thing. But the people that were kind of like, you know, average wrestling fans were like, yo, what's happening? That's crazy. And then every the fandom just grew immensely. But at the end of the day, it was like, oh, this is just like a, it's like an introduction to this is how things, things are going to be. And I think when I look at it, the Kwame Brown thing, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot more players that are going to go that route in terms of building a following and having kind of a new platform to kind of say their piece. Kind of like how a lot of the uh, ex-ESPN people have become like these own entities, like show by themselves on YouTube type th- things. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think what's yeah. going to happen now is well, it, it, what you're what you're talking about now is looking different in entertainment because as we saw, like Logan Paul got paid twenty million, right, for the YouTube thing or whatever. That's and celebrity deathmatch in real life. Yeah, yeah, celebrity deathmatch in real life, right? Which I we can talk. Did you watch that? Like, because I want to talk. Uh, about I just watched too. the highlights, but we'll 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 get into that. Go yeah. Ahead. So so I think what's going on because I was seeing this in in um like IGN. I'm in gaming, right, too, and so I'm seeing all like people on like IGN and doing YouTube and then they very often do their own YouTube well now IGN doesn't have to pay you that much because what's going to do what they're going to do is they're like hey I'll give you an option or an avenue to open up and now you can make more money you know what I'm saying on this other side it's kind of like it's it's really bad to say but it's like kind of like now you know maybe the porn industry is going to give people an open and a contract and now you go out and do your own only fans for people who to get your more money you know so I mean, it's giving you the opportunity to get your name out there mm-hmm. you right? own the rights to your own name that's kind of where everything yeah and then, and then everybody becomes you know their own entity and business yes. entity because that's kind of where like the youtube people are really you know what i'm saying you know unfortunately or the difference is youtube people had to build it up now you're I'm, i feel like you're seeing people where they're going to go into a situation where it's like i went to mtv and then now i make my own youtube and I did that as a business move to get followers, right? Mm-hmm. Because because MTV is going to give, you know, 100 million viewers, right? And if I can get 4% of that, which is 4 million viewers, that's ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know? True. And the 4% of that, that that actually follows me hardcore, you know, the power of the numbers, they're good. You know what I'm saying? You're good, so. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're a popular sport like the NBA and you're LeBron James making a bazillion dollars, uh, it's tough because you know, you are the talk of the town and people are going to have, you know, doubts and people are going to have something to say and people are going to be in uh, about it. So it's just comes with the territory, how to make well, it, it stop. It, That's I hard. Mean, like, you know what I mean? No, no, no. I, I, like, here's the thing. I get that it comes with territory, right? Yeah. But I'm just in a different place in my life where I'm like, it's just whack. You know what I'm saying? It's whack. You know what I'm saying? It's whack. Like The NBA like, me- is weird like that. Well, but I'm talking about all sports, you know what I'm saying? It's whack for, like, like, it's so funny to me how visceral people get, in my opinion, after I, like, this is why I stepped away, how visceral people get over football, all these things, calling all these players things, they can't even do what these players do, right? 
so round up on that and then they can't look at you know an issue around the corner where a kid got shot you know what i'm saying but that's me that's me i'm not trying to be woke i'm not trying to be super woke it's just oh when, when your life nah man i'm not even gonna take that because when your <laughs> life is at hand you have and you have a health issue you know what i'm saying you just yeah. look at things different it's like that's just not even important you know i know wake, bro wake up, wake up with the tube down your throat after you had open heart surgery wondering if you're gonna live i know bro but this is the thing man people are wacky like that people are just wacky they don't care no, I, man it's I know, sucks. Man, it sucks i, I know and, and, and the thing is that uh, <laughs> it's like dano said right once you lose like when you're burdened with knowledge like you start to be burdened with knowledge and all of a sudden you're like i don't want to be around people boom bingo there you, you go know what i'm saying there you go. I think that's the thing. It's like, I don't know what all this is really about. Like, what are we really doing here? That That's where I get the, my whole thinking. That's why isolating isn't necessarily like a, a choice. It's just more of, I have, I need to work on myself at whatever time yeah. that needs anything extra I'll do on my own accord, but it's about really trying to, you know, get to get the mind game. Right. And to me, that's the, uh, another leg in the journey, you know what I mean? And, I'm not going to sacrifice, you know, my time for, uh, or not going to sacrifice my time if that hinders my growth. And right now there's a lot of that that needs to happen in my own self. And I'm, I'm allowing myself time and I'm doing the creative way. Where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to feel it out. I just want to like live, um, not really, you know, get into too much detail past or forward. I just dabble in the things I dabble in and just, you know, be weird for a little bit. And I need time for that, you know? Well, I, I, I respect that. And I think that, one of the things where you say you had to work on yourself is I completely get it because I'm like, I'm working on myself and learning how to love myself. But as I'm also going through that, I'm allowing too many outside factors to annoy me, you know, like, like, you know, once you learn that, learn that, learn the idea, or I mean, it's, it's simple in context or concept where it's like, Hey, what, whatever they do whatever that's them why should it even frustrate you but it does you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it does it is just like you know and so trying to get better at that and learning myself and be like because i know right now too when i go out in in public i'm just like i don't want to take pictures of myself i don't you know i don't really, I don't really like too many people you know that I, you're I, starting not, to just I'm settle not, into who you person. are I know, but you don't have person. to be like a, a being a loving person doesn't mean you have to love like every single person you ever meet. It's just you're a, a lovable guy. And now you're just coming to the point of like, yo, man, I just fucking people are weird. They're wacky. And I'm just going to, you know, kind of do my thing. And then if people I'll allow people in at my you know disposal. Yeah. It, uh, you, you say that. And, and um, one of the things I was also thinking of mental health, there's this, there's this post that somebody put right like a meme. So it's not really factual, but I'm just like, oh, I, I thought it was kind of funny, right? Because it, it show, it's the the picture of Will Smith when he had like kind of got done crying over the whole, or looks like he was crying over the whole um, entanglement thing. Remember with him and him and Jada? Yeah, kinda, kinda. Okay, so yeah, it's a picture yeah. of him like kind of looking at her like whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So the person posted like, when men man up and try to get help with their mental health, only to get made fun of. And to me, I'm like, I, I, I feel that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel that. Cause I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of people like, oh, men need mental health. And then it's like health. And then when you say, Hey, I, I have depression, I have anxiety, 
And then it's like, oh, whatever, you're whack. It's like all of a sudden, like, you know, you, you're trying to come forth and be honest about yourself. And then somebody says a comment, which, you know, we can't stop anybody from making any comments anyway, right? We got to learn how to deal with it ourselves. But sometimes that revolts people back in where it's like, oh, I thought we were open. I thought we were trying to work on things. But, you know, you say you have mental health issues or, or need mental health help. And there's something, and you look as a weirdo. You know what I'm saying? Fuck them. Especially after like <laughs> men. But I, I, you know what I mean? Again, my other friend said fuck them. But I'll just, I just like all I'm saying is that 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 I, I agreed with that because I'm like, yeah, it's it's funny. It's like it's like a man has to still kind of be like, I go see a therapist, but I can't tell you. I mean, really, men can't do shit. So that's just what's happening. We can't do anything. We just got to just live in our own little world. <laughs> when you're out in the in the world you just got to be as sterile and as robot as possible do not look up or down eye contact do not touch that's where we're at i always beat off before i go go step outside because i don't want to get excited you know i want to be sterile yeah. you know what i'm saying like we've been domesticated that's what's happening yeah. been our whole lives like it's it, the downturn we we just got a glimpse of it like when you know like uh sean connery and uh you know like uh who's the dude uh bronson um oh so uh, the, oh when they're talking trying to make double seven a girl no what or that no, what was that? Double, seven. No, I'm talking about those movies uh, like in the 70s and the 80s and shit when motherfuckers, yeah. you know, kill like 20 dudes with like a revolver. Like, you know, he ain't got that many bullets and he's like punching everybody and then, you know, rescues yeah. a girl, smokes a cigar. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yo, we we saw a, a glimpse of what it used to be like. And then throughout our lives, it was like, I right, they're going to slowly introduce this way of thinking to us where now we just been slowly domesticated <laughs> fucking steve urkel fucking steve urkel man but even if you look at the cartoons man they were showing us animation and shit that would like no no family one parent or you know no male love interests or you know they kind of started taking that shit away slowly or the prince would be like some random like yo that ain't no kind of prince like this will hopping in there and he he'd like a he he ain't nothing. Like the prince ain't shit. I mean, not, not when you say that, I think about it now too, right? Like as much as people talk trash about the princess conundrum in in like um in Disney movies, there's a prince conundrum where like the dad's not there either. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? No dad, and then the so, prince be some weak Sim, ass dude. Simba, Simba had to grow up without a father. You know what I'm saying? Like and and had the blackest voice, so it's like, oh, so you killed the black man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh like, no, you said that. I didn't say that. <laughs> I need to go back yeah. and listen to it again. God yeah, damn it. But it's like, you know, you know, first person to die, first person to die was a black line there. Simba. You know. He was the dopest character, too. Right? Oh like, my man. You know, Luke Skywalker grew up without his father. What's up with Disney just like killing parents off like in the first like two minutes of the movie and shit? Like, what? You gonna well, open well, with this? Like, well, every, every, like, if you're talking about even a superhero, like every oh, superhero yeah. has a tragedy where they lost a parent. You know what I'm saying? It's like for the most part, either a parent or a, a parent figure. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's like they just like, etch that think, in their head. <laughs> think about that, like Batman, Superman, you know, yeah. lost his original parents. It is a time uh, old. Uh, it is a time old storyline for sure. Yeah, so it's like every tragedy is like. So they they say like a. It's kind of like an idea. It's like you, you have a tragedy now. You have a decision. 
which way do you go? Do you go good or do you go bad? You know? That's what I'm saying. They give you the problem and they give you the options for solutions. <laughs> yeah. They so. control the game, whatever they is. You know what I mean? Yeah, whoever that they is. It's ambiguous. That's it's what I said. Fluid. Are it's we fluid. close? Are we close now because aliens are landing, right? Am I tripping or is that happening soon? Clearly. The reports Probably. seem like it is, right? Probably the aliens will come in like, finally, we have destructed you guys. Now we're going to let you say that you're fluid. There's no gender identity. <laughs> there's nothing, nothing. There's no rules. There's nothing that makes any sense anymore. And now we've taken over the world because you guys can't come together because we've separated you in such a way where everything is has a definition, but has no definition at the same time. Very confusing shit, right? Confuse the fuck out of us. Like, like, like <laughs> it's it's so it, actually now that I think about it, just say this right now. You have in the, the gay community or whatever, the pride community right now, you have like oh, gay pride month, by the way, right? Gay yeah, gay pride month. You have five different whoop, whoop. subsections of that, right? But then within that section, you, you can be a man or a woman and be fluid that has no subsection, which is um, a subsection within itself, you know? That shit is confusing as fuck. Right? How is how are people that are going to be older than twenty five want to go back into some form of education to learn that? It's impossible okay. to We're round up that generation. It. How? Who? Yeah. What? Sign it's, up for classes? What are we doing? It, I don't like. I I get. I don't know. I, maybe not everything has to be scientific, but it's like it doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't make sense to me. How sway? Give me give me like definitions, scientific facts, or whatever. I don't play with that shit, man. I don't understand it. No disrespect, but I just don't understand no it. No disrespect. I don't hate anybody that's that way. Yeah, like, I don't hate anybody. I just, my thing is like, yo, I don't really care what you want to do. Like, I don't know. That's just me. Like, yeah, do whatever you want to do. Like, if you want to be recognized, I mean, shit, join the line. Like, everybody trying to be recognized to some degree. I mean, that's kind of the game of life. Like, yo, I just want some recognition. I want a pat yeah. on the back. You know, however you want to matriculate that into your personal life. But I mean, we all need that, right? But we don't want to ask for it. We just want it to be that. You know what I mean? Well, you said that. I just imagine that the government's now going to create a line and daily you can get a pat on the back if you need it. But hey, how you doing? Uh, On Saturday, we're at the Capitol. We created a line. If you need a pat on your back, come down. We'll, we'll, We'll give you, we will give you a nice pat on the back and some motivation on letting you know how you're doing well. Hey, my name is Rufus. I'm a bum. I pee on myself. I'm showing good job. You're doing a good job. You really stink. And that's a good thing. Like your stench is one of the nastiest stenches I ever had, but it's like the best nastiest stench. We do. We do got a lot of people that do not live in homes here. Dude. Yeah. Like I don't bring up the peeing because when I was driving home, I'm like, oh, sometimes just peeing in the cup on the side of this corner, which is a wide open, not even hitting it. Like, hey, fuck it. Like, hey, you know, sometimes you got to go, you know? Yeah. You know, and I'm just like house, another houseway, like houseway. How does this happen? I how? mean, try to and unravel it. it. Yeah. How do and we how fix, do we it? fix it? it? I don't have no idea. I've pondered this question from time to time. It's not something I dig into deep, but I will get on my little, you know, like research thing and just try to figure out like what has been done, what's you know, tried what's happening. What's the, you know, what do people think is happening? I'm like, yo, that is fascinating. Cause there's always that saying like, you know, you those 
homeless people and people in you know not in favor however you want to frame it that's a reflection of our you know culture our society at least at, at this venture to me at least i, I heard that and i was like yeah, i kind of i agree with that i don't know yeah, how to read it but yeah like if they're the, we are all the same you know quote unquote we're all under the human race yeah. yo we human dog like yo we in that squad and we got you know our fellow brethren over there and it's sad, but at the same time, it's hard to depict that. It's 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 a messy situation, you know. It is a messy situation, but you know, the unfortunate well, the part for me, and this is my militant side, I'm like, I'm like, dog, it's drugs, right? Like that's because I, I don't think I've ever seen us that many sane homeless people, you know? Like most but what of is being sane though? Okay, well that's a that's another <laughs> but I'm just saying like they're they're either barking and at something that's not there, you know, to me, you know what I'm saying? Maybe say because they see it, maybe, but you know, walking down with the, you know, with their belt, just like, and, and you know, and it's just like, you know, with 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 the jeans and whatever sagging belt, ass hanging out, it hasn't been washed and like, you time. like to get that dirt, like to get that dirt and grime, you're out there for months. You know what I'm saying? That's a good like. Or at least three to four weeks, you know what I'm saying, to get the 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 grime on there, like you like you've been changing oil, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's hard to to, to tell like what 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 the situation is because I I agree with you in a lot of ways. Like I think a lot of that can be definitely drugs for sure, but then there's another part where I'm thinking it's like when you're isolated or you're in a situation like that, like you might not be talking to nobody for weeks months even you know what i mean like ain't no one talking to you and everybody looking at you a certain way and i don't know how they got there but it's that theory of in prison right when you yeah when when you in trouble you you in isolation so the isolation is is the to me the oh okay so being by yourself is you know some weird form of you know uh, punishment or torture you know to the individual so that's why i think being homeless there as much as it may or may not be communal I know it's like every man for himself or it feels that way. So imagine yeah, if like, you're hoarding it's stuff, like walking you're like, real life walking dead. Almost, you know, I mean, they are trying to collect and gather stuff and survive on the street and they're facing other people who are in the same trek. So when you're sleeping, you kind of have to be around and be aware sometimes and, you know, has, you, has you, like, don't, oh. you don't even know if it's like just a normal human being is going to beat the shit out of you. Like, Hey, it was this bump. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's one thing, like, cause I, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say I've had a lot of violent, homeless people i haven't ran into a lot you know what i'm saying i also don't put myself in the position to do that you know um but when you you brought up something because i had talked to my panelist uh panel instructor earlier today about it. <clears throat> you said isolation right and then self-isolation and all that stuff and how you start to talk to yourself and get a little crazy bruh like I literally talked to him today about this, about like this whole mentality of it's only about you, fuck everyone else. I don't think we were meant to be that way. As we see, people go crazy when they're by themselves. So this whole like, I don't need anybody by myself, all me, all me, all me. No, we we were not meant to be alone. Like we were meant to be a part of the community and help each other out, you know? And I and I and I was like, you know, and I know it's like probably over the head and silly, but you know, even our cells in our body are not alone. You know what I'm saying? 
and it's funny to me that that idea of like oh me 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 and it's just like but we were not to just be alone and as you said this earlier <coughs> about <coughs> possible homeless people it was like you know like for me man straight up being uh, home alone in this house i have internet i have porn you know my right hand is strong with the fourth <laughs> but that monkey and yet, and, right and and yet i still had times where i broke down and cried for being alone so and you know i want, I want your i just want to i don't know i just threw it out there but i want your I want your uh thoughts on that man well not the crying part but just that that do you do you feel the same way about us not being alone and to be alone or Oh, I, I feel it. I think that that's going to be one of the main things that, you know, at least going forward as, you know, world continues to progress forward. Um, I think that's going to be something that a lot of people are going to be paying attention to. Um, I don't think it's talked about nearly enough. I mean, in normal conversation, let alone any conversation that's happening. Um, it's one of those weird subjects, but I, I agree. Like, I, like you, you know, pointed out the isolation thing and it is that mental that, that, that mental game and that's where we're at and i don't know if this is across the board for everybody because i don't really talk to like tons and tons of people obviously but you could only imagine that there's some version of this going on in everybody's head and then it's more in in a reflective now i don't know if this is a pattern that's happened let's just say for instance the 40 year olds and 50 year olds whatever before us you know when we was you know 20 30 18, 10, whatever. Maybe there was an event, something similar to this that, you know, kind of transitioned to this state of mind. Because you got to imagine everybody's going to be thinking, who knows at this point? You know what I mean? And it, we're, we're thinking about this across the world in, in, in how we know the world now. Uh, There's no turning back from this. This is like, okay, no, it's, we're it's just going. bumping the road and now we have to figure out how we're going to go from here on out, you know, yeah. there's new, there's a new standard, there's yeah. new way of living, you know, there's yeah. new, like, there's no like, reset opening back <laughs> up right now. You know, it's going to be like, Hey, what's going on? You know? And, and even, even just talking about like, if you did a vaccine or it's still kind of like this weird guilt for the ones that did it and the ones that didn't do it, you know, or, or now when we're opening back up, you know, there's people who were like, Oh, fuck it. I'm not going to wear a mask at all. Who cares? You know, it's just like everything's just new and weird, you know, new and weird. We weren't we weren't ready for this. You know, we've adapted, the, I guess, the best that we could. Yeah, they could have been done things done better, but it's going to be it's going to be a whole new world, you know. Aladdin. Do you ever seen those pictures from back in the days where there's those people like, in, you know, everybody was like wearing black suits with like top hats and shit. You ever seen those pictures? Um, it's been a long time. But. Like they're all black and white, but then they're like um, they're around like these huge buildings, like, you know, like a building like the Capitol. But it's like everywhere. And it's like in America or there's parts of America that are like that. And these buildings are out. But then the people are out there and they're all wearing the same thing. And it's like there's not a lot of people considering the size of the, the place. Like, for instance, yeah. like old San Francisco pictures. Like you're like, dude, it's like built out, but there's not a lot of people there. It's almost imagine if you obviously been out or driving around in the last you know year or two, at least in our area, you're like, 
there were times where it was it was oddly empty you know and even until right now it is still like that in various parts of town not not as much but so you you consider that you're like man is this some kind of thing that happens is what i'm guessing i don't know if it's on this magnitude but that's why when we're talking about it i'm like i'm very fascinated to see how this kind of progresses forward through you know at least even my conversations i find this shit fascinating you know because i'm i'm trying to the shit i'm we're talking about i ain't i'm just we're rolling with this i don't, I don't even know what's going on you know what i mean yeah no it's it's weird yeah like i i did love the when i was driving anywhere i did love the streets being empty it was like it was eerie you're like sitting there like damn doesn't even recap last year to be like to now mm-hmm. right this is is june we're already halfway through this year mm-hmm. and like this time last year i just remember thinking when COVID first hit and all the the riots i was like dude i need to get wood to cover up my fucking windows in case there's a right like like we thought literally anarchy was about to throw down like get your guns hide your kids hide your wife you know what i'm saying get toilet paper get toilet paper <laughs> although paper towels do, all you could do although you could do tricks with newspapers to soften it up and use newspaper you know what i'm saying I thought it was just going to be the new currency. So I figured like, oh, motherfucker, this is the new currency. Fuck all that Bitcoin shit. Internet's gone. Toilet paper is going to be the new currency. I yeah, thought that's what was everybody like, was doing. Oh, people were getting toilet paper. I was getting toilet paper too. But I was like, hey, when in doubt, paper towel it out. It might hurt. But hey, you, you know, when you're in a rough spot, you got to do it. Um, you know, this shit's crazy, man, to think that like we really thought we we're going to write and shoot like like bombs and shit was going to drop off and and in america you know what i'm saying but here's the question think about why you think that way well we're you know we're we're like everything we've ever watched in in our life is taught to either uh revolt or or everything's bad you know like here's the thing like okay i gotta ask you like this sounds off topic as my friend do you feel like i'm more of an eeyore type of person like i'm always down and uh mopey Honestly, I just want to know. Down and mopey, like, like, like Eeyore. I don't like, think down and mopey. Going through the day, you know. No, hell no, no, okay. no, no. Only because I seen you fucking yell at people, and I seen you talk a lot of shit. <laughs> so to me, I'm like, eh, Eeyore doesn't really come off like motherfucker that I talk a lot. Of and, shit. and you saw how happy I was when I was had an open heart surgery and you were visiting. Yeah, you know, I got to crack open the jokes, and that's what it is. Uh, I mean, definitely not Eeyore. I mean, in my opinion. You might think of yourself that way, but that's that's, uh, well, that's just I, how it is. Kind of said that, and I was just like, "Oh," and I'm like, "No, I just I'm just a I think I'm just an expressive person, right? I express my feelings, I express how I feel at the moment. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I don't want to sit here and lie about it. I'm like, hey, I'm not feeling good. I'm not happy. And unfortunately, uh, being a man, you're not supposed to do that. But I was going to say that all the things that we've watched over our years in life, it's like it's kind of taught us to be oftentimes negative too you know i mean i think that's your answer in terms of like yeah man when we start to ask all these questions like yo how do we even get to this point especially when we're talking about you know mind shit like yo what's in the mind and expectations feelings whatever perceptions however you want to frame it that is a great you know reference you said it right on the head to me so yo the tv movies kind of implanted you know a lot of these i think this general idea I think that's why behavior kind of dictated that and seeing it kind of play out was fascinating. Now the question is how 
how much of that was actually happening, considering, you know, one, the United States as a side or the world as its size. And then what is being told to us, that's kind of the, the trick to the game, because you're like, well, no one can really go out. So we don't really know what's happening. And then we're only in our small world. So it's kind of like the world was big, only to become a lot smaller in a weird way. And then we're kind of starting from that standpoint now. Which might be good, though. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Might be good for us to slow down. Might be good for us to work in the community and understand our neighbor and see what they're going through and talk to them and and communicate, you know? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel like it was a a flow up and down. It, it, Mm -hmm. like, at the beginning, certain people in your community in your your town were like, hey, do you need anything? Helping each other out. And then as we like went further, it became more of a depressive state where some people are like, oh, I don't want to ask you anymore. Mm-hmm. Every like not every man for himself is more like, I'm tired of this, you know. That's what they call ending the what getting out of the rat race, the the hamster wheel, as they say. But now that we're cognizant of it, it's like, yo, are we moving into a new age? As much shit as I talk about all the, you know, like, oh man, my fucking this is crazy shit, all the crazy shit I say. You know, honestly, this could be one of those weird situations where this is definitely different and you know it seems hopeful Uh, i think i I agree with you on that sense i mean maybe this is a turn to something uh you know new obviously because you got to think is it going to get worse (laughs) you know what i mean yeah there's gonna probably be new regulations and stuff because like like even with the stock market you're seeing people and like bucking the system like hey we're gonna go on reddit and we're gonna make you guys make a lot of money by making you know GameStop go up or or oh, or AMC yeah. you know what I'm saying okay because because we see the hedge fund people they've been doing this stuff for a while now which is which is kind of like the Robin Hood thing I'm like fuck yeah do this because these people have been screwing us over for years you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. systematically and, and legally and now we can do it legally too right you're gonna see changes on that um i'm like i'm i'm excited for movie theaters to open back up like you know i'm a movie guy so i'm excited to be like yo i'm ready to hit up my like cool hey homies let's go black see go black widow you know like let's go see that you know yo the movie theaters is gonna be interesting because it's gonna probably be more like yo imagine separated and then with like a couch bed and they serve food you know what i mean i'm like what else they gonna add to that experience I'm thinking. Well, like, I don't want to say what I was going to say. Hey, you know, oh, whoa, 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 hey, 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 you know Popeye. Hey, but you know finish. those will exist though. There'll be ones like, yo, this Popeye's is twenty-four hour, twenty-four hour movie theater. What? <laughs> what? What in Vegas? <laughs> right, right there, right there, wings and things. Okay. Oh man. Hey, I mean, it is. Uh, you will, we will see things like that. Clearly, we will see things that we probably thought that were. Um, the future back then, you know, like back to the future, all the things we talk about, there will be some versions of that, you know, probably coming out of this to some degree. I think it yeah. will hone in on it and just point it out like, yeah, that's I, I think I think I think in person uh, events are going to blow up because people are going to want to mingle with each other. You know what I'm saying? I like think, bigger than they were before. I think they're going to blow up and for like, not like, like large, large events. I'm thinking about like just little things where like Weird stuff. It's like, hey, come on down. Let's just play. Yeah, I, I have a store, and we play cards against humanity against each other. Just like event, like small events and gatherings for people. You know what I'm saying? Like lounges and stuff like that. Because oh, I think okay. that I think people are, are gonna 
well, depending on who you are, but I think there's going to be a subsection that's going to still be kind of wor- worrisome about like large crowds for a long time now. Then you're going to have the millennials, like the younger than millennials, the zennials or whatever, who just don't give a fuck and they're going to be partying and spreading STDs all over the place, you know, because we did it too, you know what I'm saying? Like, go ahead, don't wear a condom. Right. Yep. Go ahead. You know what I'm it's your time, baby. It's your yeah. time. It, it is. That, I definitely think that too. I'm like, I look around. I'm like, oh, that's your time. Go ahead. You, you got. You guys are the hot commodity as far as in that particular realm. I'm the hot commodity in a different realm. Guess yep. where? True. The financial thing. I'm hitting my financial financial leg. You know what I'm saying? The stretch. Right, you know what I'm saying? Marcus Ramsey over here and shit. <laughs> Marcus Ramsey. No, but it's like it's. Uh-huh. It, like I, I didn't know. Like some of these statistics are weirdly true. Where you're like, oh, they say when you hit like forty, between forty and fifty is when you hit your 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 stride and and your money for most people, you know. Good point. Good point. And I'm thirty nine years old. Man, dog. Yeah, imagine. Okay, imagine this. Let's go back in time. Where, uh, like, imagine. Would you rather be in middle school or high school if this shit went down? I'd rather be in high school because I hated those people, so I'd rather have stayed away from them. <laughs> oh, that's right, huh? You're in a fucking whole different world. Yeah. Right, let's say this like, elementary school or middle school. Since I knew you during those years. As I don't know, man. I want to say oh, none of tough. them, huh? You're like, no, keep I, it all. I want to I, I say, I want to say um elementary, because mm. I was more into video games at that time. And I could have played. <laughs> And, yeah, <laughs> and, and only say because what because like seventh and eighth grade like that shit was fucking fun for me and you dude like oh, yeah we had like like that PE class and all that stuff and just kind of coming in and just and then also like you know you're coming together from a different school you're trying to assess where you fit and then you realize. You're one of the fucking sickest in basketball at that school, and not a lot of people can stop you. I mean, it was just, it was like this. It was like, I, like I said before, it's like we was from the country or something. <laughs> Dude, we were from the country, and people looked like looked at us like we were lame. And then I was just uh, like, okay, well, get me on this court, and I'm troubled. Uh, we like, would only have like, like how I, many people I on the bus? You. Like 12 people I, on our bus, man. It wasn't a short bus, but it's still it was like a long, yeah. like regular bus, but we didn't have a lot of people. But I man, like like for me, and I know the whoever's listening to this, like, oh, this guy talks about himself too much. Dude, I swear, like maybe I'm misremembering, but I was dope in junior high. You sound like Al Bundy. Right? <laughs> I, I averaged a triple double in my sleep, you know what I'm saying? Don't play me, dog. Don't play me. Don't even play me, dog. Hey, I gotta give you a hard time, man. To be honest, no. I think that that year of life is like very fascinating. I think in hindsight, like I I, re- I reflect on it not not so often, but when I do though, and I think about the age range, you're like, fucking hey, imagine just trying your shit. Like you're just done. You're getting in your teens because that's 13, 14, right? Like 12, 13, 14. That kind of that transition. That's an insane fucking transition. It just imagine like you're in sixth grade you're still almost kind of like a kid you know what i mean you're still really a kid you're just the oldest kid and then in seventh grade you're like oh we're in this teen shit what is this 
and then you're yeah, trying like, the like shit that you yeah. act like <laughs> yeah. older and you're like but i'm not you know yo like, for I, real like like dude like i hate to say this but you guys messed me up when i kissed harmony on the on the bus i was like why you gotta say names not. like that man we gotta edit that out god damn it yeah yeah edit but that. go ahead yeah. yes uh-huh yeah. and then when I, yes. when I kissed that girl right i was, I was like uh, part of growing up man it's part of growing up bro yeah and i was just like because it was so fearful and i was like she kissed me already you know and i was like uh, you know you're not knowing you don't know what to fucking do no, you know what I'm no. saying? And I remember in junior high, like I liked girls. I, I was always terrible at like hollering at girls, but because I was so focused on basketball, I did not like. I did give a shit, but I was like, no, I'll just take it out on basketball. You know, mm. basketball was and life. Then, and then and then I'll be like, oh, you want to see your? Oh, you want to? Okay. Oh, that's the man you like? Okay, let me let him get on the court, see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Then I'll yeah. like embarrass him that way or whatever. You know. Yeah, I mean that's the transition. That was I me, think a know? lot. No, I think that's. Uh, I mean, I mean, everybody has their story, obviously, but that part of life is when you know you'll see. It's it, maybe it's just our experience because we went to a school that was like yo hella foreign to us. Like yo, this is foreign. Like yo, we don't know these people because we came from a small ass school, and then we yeah. go to a school where there's like a lot more people that we don't know. But we roll in together as like this small unit from this old ass you know from this far ass place yo straight up honestly like uh so i've always knew when i was growing up through elk grove and the whole school district you know obviously i was made fun of being black and had an understanding like whatever right i was like i'm a black kid but i will say junior high was the first time i i felt racial separation well right Right, where we're just like, okay, Filipinos go here, what whites and Mexicans here, blacks go here, and and even some of the black people at Harry Daddy, I didn't feel like I was black enough for them. Ooh, you you know a country saying? boy, you a country boy. I grew up, I, I we wasn't even that country, but it was just like kind of like <laughs> like there was just certain things that like even still to this day, and there's certain things that are supposed to be culturally norms. I was just like, I don't do that. Man, we on the edge of South Sac. That's who we are. We are we we are on the edge of South Sac people. We are South Sac people. That's what we are. Yeah, I, I guess I I guess grew up around more Asians and other cultures that there's certain things I see of the black culture. I'm like, mm, I'm getting down with that. I don't understand it, and I don't want to sit here and just do it because it's like, oh, this is what we do. That's not what I do. You know what I'm saying? That was our first introduction to the separation part. I agree with you because when we were in our old school, it was like we got lunch and then went back to the room and ate in the room. <laughs> like we, we all knew, but it was not like it was an issue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I felt like that was the first time it was an issue. You know? <clears throat> then it grew more when I got to high school, but I moved to Southern California and it, exactly. like then it made sense where like, then I was like, okay, well, I gotta hang out with the black people here because blacks and Mexicans there had rights. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, but and that's people, life. You know, that's kind of how the game of life is being shown to us. Prison system, yeah. <laughs> it's just being shown to us what the rules of the game are. But it's like we enter the game at seventh grade, where it's like, okay, you're gonna try the shit you think you know with other kids that are gonna also try the shit they know. And like then, you know what I mean? We're slowly developing whatever it is that we're developing as a as a generation together. To be honest with you, I think back at when I moved to Southern California and went to that high school. 
unless you played basketball with me, you're on my basketball team. <clears throat> or I had had you in a class, right? Because they, they did the system when I got there. They did the system where everybody in the class were going to go through all, like, the first two or three years together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So they were going to, there, there is a, it was a system where they're trying to say, let's have these, all these people go through these, these things together so they know someone, right? <laughs> so it was like, anybody outside of that group, I didn't really bother talking to, you know? Because I didn't know, I was uncomfortable, you know? Like, yeah. like even there, I remember thinking, and I don't go back to basketball all the time, I was one of the starters, one of the captains, and when I looked in the yearbook, there was never pictures of me. Oh, they hate like, like, like you from the country. Basket, <laughs> me playing basketball, you know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. know, they have like the action poses. It's like, it's like, I was like, how come there's never any pictures? But it was like, I didn't bother to learn, learn the people, the photography people or the swimmers, you know, unless you're in my PE class or whatever. I just didn't. It was more trying to, actually, when I look back at it, it was more for me trying to self preserve myself instead of putting myself out there and getting destroyed by rougher kids you know what i'm saying mm. at least that's what i thought but trying to figure it out at a young age that's why i said it's crazy to think reflecting back how we were so crazy <laughs> we were just crazy well, kids like and we were grew up on tv i don't know if that's a, a thing but it seems like that's just kind of like how it is now you know every kid got a tv screen all parents got tv screens we're all we're all on screens this is just what we do yeah. uh, if that's ever going to change or if we ever stop that i doubt it I just don't, I think it just extends to some other way we consume it, you know, and it goes back to the whole Oculus thing, Google Glass, all that shit. I think that that's where, I think we're going to be headed at some point, slowly but surely. Yeah, for now, sure. I don't think the phone's going to be necessary. I think this is just more going to be a temporary thing, at least to varying and, degrees. And I've said this before, and I feel like that's also where we're going to go with like dating. Like there's just going to be online relationships through Oculus, whatever. And good point. You know, um, because I think that you know, as far as also the dating structure, I've been watching some YouTube channels and they're saying like, there's a lot of a lot of people in our generation like dying alone and being alone, you know? Maybe it's because a lot of people are being taught that that they are kings and queens and that they deserve the best, which I'm not saying you don't deserve the best, but there's like this weird unrealistic expectation on everyone on dating too, you know? But and I think too, emotionally, there's a lot of people who are not willing to let like be vulnerable either, you know, from either pain or hurt too, you know. The dating game is interesting. So that I think the obvious and the glass and all that stuff to be a new way how Tinder works and reacts and you know have weekend dates while you're just virtually like, oh, what's up? Oh man, what's nice to see you? Okay, yeah, you know. Yeah, so if that I mean, goes good, then that yeah. if that goes good, then maybe meet in person and see if you guys kick it off. You know. Yeah, man, it's a it, it will be a definitely a different world. Like, it, even just you saying that is fascinating because the dating app thing. Like, is there anything in the past that's comparable to that? 
maybe the old VH test, VHS dating where you're like, oh, they make a VHS. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then you see the ad and you send it off or whatever. Or or the there was a section where it was like looking for strong, strong, whatever, mad in the, like, supposedly in the newspaper. This is weird things that I, I, I remember. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You know, like, like we completely figure forget about it until like a hint brings it up and all of a sudden you're you're like you're vivid about it like oh yeah, yeah. So there was a there was a um, something section i forgot what the proper personals term. i think it was personals yeah i think so yeah where people would be like it was the original <laughs> craigslist exactly exactly <laughs> looking for young strapping mad you know to have ridiculous anonymous uh, please yeah <laughs> will be willing to drive like what <laughs> willing, willing to deal with uh gender fluid people right like <laughs> yeah that's for real though like the classified section or classifieds okay yeah classified yeah yeah because i think that's where they got the classified online or whatever for, uh, for like, it's something like that. Right? But that used to be the section yeah. in the yeah. newspaper now newspapers are obsolete the analog portion is gone i understand yeah. now looking back that was huge i had this idea where it's like maybe the year 2000 was the true transition from analog to digital or at least the beginning stages i think that's really kind of what 2000 was right if i had to I look back say, right yeah because yeah, you know it's like oh nothing happened you know whatever, whatever it's like but looking back i'm like maybe that was like the biggest transition was the well, analog to was, digital that was like the start of like and i'm talking about console online gaming yeah Right, the Dreamcast is one of the first ones to have an Ethernet cable, yep. or not an Ethernet cable, but a, a modem on there. Yep. Right, was actually the first one to have a modem on there. Um, and then you had the PlayStation had a port. The PlayStation Two had a port that you would have to buy and put into the back, right, for expansion. Oh. Um, and then then Xbox came out with theirs, right? Because one of the first games I know for sure, PS Two. Was online was SOCOM Navy SEAL. That was the big, the first one that they did. I, remember I got that with the console and the headset to play online. Um, and and I say that because that's like the world started connecting and we started to disconnect more. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's what's crazy because not that long before that, <clears throat> we were paying like how much cents a minute just to talk on the phone. <laughs> Yeah, long distance, and now we're gonna doing it for free or through video right now. Yeah, that's what you know, I'm saying. Like, theory, even you know? the even the stuff you were just talking about in the 2000s, like, yo, when yeah. it went to online gaming, you're like, huh? How did we just go from like it's a two dollars to call somebody in a different country to, yeah, you could game pretty much with anybody online, and oh, maybe people who have it, if they have it in different countries, are gonna be available for it. What? Yeah. Well, how did that just happen? I remember, I remember, and I was talking about this like two weeks ago about just how the internet was wild, wild west when it first started off, like anything, where you, when you were on the internet originally, like any information that was sent on on your on the internet at that time could be read throughout your whole town or you know whoever's on that network because mm-hmm. there was no firewires, no blocks, no encryption, nothing, and then as people found out more, like oh wait a minute, I can see what this person is ordering. You know, because it was all on the same data stream in a sense, mm-hmm. and all getting jumbled together. Because um, I, I think I had brought up talked about how like growing up on the internet, I like obviously I tested my limits, and I'm at school seeing like Playboy.com. You know, you're just, you're you're typing in any body part that you know of to see if it exists.com, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, 
but um i forgot where i was going it was about it was was it about the data stream it was about connecting it was about something what did you say sir sorry i lost me no you're good no i was talking about you were talking about the playstation and the you know kind of the online gaming thing and i was just making that understanding like that's interesting how we just randomly oh how we from, went from that to that yeah oh yeah. no but it, uh but it wasn't say it was um it was about like the long distance yeah because i remember back then when you had dial up you had to make sure you dialed up to a local server mm-hmm. Because if you dial to a long distance server, they were charging long distance. So when you did a local one, it did, it was it was like kind of free, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It yep. didn't cost you anything. Yeah. But if you did like a long distance server, or if you did one that was in like Sacramento, you know, the Thomas, that would have been considered long distance, and it would it would have charged you more. You know what I'm saying? That is a good point. And and knowing that, and those were some of the things where it started to start off to where we we're at, and then then you know Ethernet came out, and that was more for businesses at first, you know. Oh they yes. They call it T one T one connection. T one fucking hey, see that's what I'm saying. The world basically, I mean, not basically changed. Let's just say it was going through a change already, but it seems like that was more the marking of all right. That's the transition from analog to digital, for sure. Because look where we're at now. It's like, yo, remember the phone? You could actually open the phone and like fix it if there was something wrong with it. <laughs> yeah, now now it's like, it... what? I don't know. I have to return it. <laughs> yeah, well, part of it is also... And your phone cost a sectional couch. <laughs> yeah. Well, your car, your, 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 your phone still costs a sectional couch. You just can't yeah. fix it, right? Yeah. Like, because like, you, well, you know, like an iPhone uh, 12 is like $1,000 or more if you want the, the Pro or the Mac. Yeah, the Pro version, right? Uh-huh. So that's about a thousand dollars, but I was just watching something about right to fix where like, where like people are now complaining like, I I can buy something and I can't even fix it. I don't even have the the ability to fix it because how you set everything up and then and then you know, you know like and if I do right, I have to go to your certified people that charge an arm and a leg to fix something that doesn't you know. That's what's interesting about going from analog to digital. You know what I mean? Because now it's like the control is out of the, you know, uh, owner, I guess, in a certain way. You know, it's kind of like this, oh, if anything breaks down, you don't really know what to do. There's some certain level of reliance, it feels like. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's weird because it's like, obviously, I mean, obviously I'm a little bit jaded, but I feel like every business has is protected so if you're looking at something that's not working and you're like well let me try to fix it be like well you broke the warranty and i can't fix it for you it's like well your shit was jacked up in the first place how do we know you didn't break it oh. exactly and you can't get mad at them i'm just an employee who do i get mad at where's mr yeah, you know this is just mr this is good just guys <laughs> i always hate always hate that because i've used it a couple of times before where i work of course ah, it's the system and sometimes i'm like can we fix the system <laughs> like you know you don't know say like yeah hey man you guys did this you know, well, yeah, our system won't allow us. Yep. There's no override. There's no fucking yeah. override. And talk to the manager. <laughs> and the manager comes out. Yeah. <sighs> what you did right there? Yeah. The system can't do it. Can I? <laughs> can I see the system? Can I talk to the system? It's in, within our system to not allow you to talk to our system. You know what I'm saying? Why the fuck do we do that shit? It. Yeah, it's like there's sometimes it's like, well, you know, obviously if you give everybody free range, they can do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to restrict people into what they can can do, you know. 
Or, but it is I mean, frustrating because you're like, it's like there's nobody to you know kind of uh, talk to. It's like, man, what? That's it? <laughs> like I just spent harder money and there's like no end of the line. That's it. Dude, like, like, you're you're yeah, stuck. Like, like what? <laughs> Like I, I hate customer services like where they didn't do anything and they want to end the thing like, now do we help? How do we do? Did we fix your problem? No, you didn't fix shit. So why did you ask that question? It's just like when you go into a restaurant and and a, and a, a waiter or waitress, a server, feet gives you her food right, steps away for like three seconds, comes back, how's your food? I haven't even fucking bitten to the food yet. Like why would you ask this question? Give us some time to bite the food. Uh, you know, but taste that's the, the thing. That's the thing about restaurants. I talk about this on my other podcast. Restaurants are like you don't have no experience to get into it. So it, it depends. It's just a Russian roulette for diners that go out. It's like you may just be stuck with somebody who's like first day emergency server. Who knows? And who knows what their situation is and vice versa. It's a weird dynamic for sure. That experience well, of dining out. That's why you mentioned that. It's funny because I was just really just talking about that not that long ago. Well, I think it's just funny just because it's like there is I, like you know, common sense not common anymore because there's sometimes you go places and you're and you listen to how people are doing their service or whatever and you're thinking like are you even thinking about what you're saying? Or you just like you're just yeah. following a script in a role. You don't care what the hell the person says. You're not even processing like, are you even using your mind? Are you even mm. thinking? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, like, I, I get I get calls right about my mm. house, and I'm like, oh no, I'm not interested. You know, um, I have a realtor. Well, if you send blah 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 blah, or if it's like, like I get it. You, you, yeah. you need to read the script, but you're now you're irritating me because you're not you're not fucking comprehending what I just told you. You know, it just speaks to the same narrative, man. It's like. I don't know how many people are of drone-like people. And I might be one of them, but it's like, damn, it's like a lot of people are just, are we all drones? <laughs> like, yeah, we're, we're definitely drones are we all machines? Situation. Well, because I was going to say, I, I I believe that most jobs, most jobs you can learn on the, on, on job, most jobs are more of a technical thing. And what I mean by technical is, Oh yeah, so go to McDonald's. You press this button for uh, number three or number four. You do this technical boom, right? Most jobs you're just rinse and repeating steps that were already there. So that's what I mean. It's like more of a technical type of thing. Just rinse and repeat, right? While the true, the true dollar value people and the true innovators are the ones that are able to be like, oh, let's build new things, new techniques, new steps that are more. Um, efficient that are better mm. that that you know makes us you know push forward because for the most part people are just no no thought process just do what the you know just do what you're taught before you know no no like let me say no um no critical thinking process let me say that because it is thought process to do what you do but there's no critical thinking process for most people well, like they've filled people's lives enough with shit where they won't even have time to ever be self, you know, in, inflecting like that. <laughs> like inflection is like, or whatever that is, seeing, trying to see within and trying to really ask those questions and toggle with the mind. I mean, I don't think enough people put enough time into that. And that's a, I, that's a whole different journey. You know what I mean? Like, 
I can only speak to whatever it is that I've been through, but I, that is, that is the kicker there for me. It's like trying to, you know, tame the mind and understand what the fucking, what the world is in your, you know, your kind of viewpoint, you know what I mean? Cause after yeah. that is when you, how you establish decisions and, you know, all the shit that, you know, you hold dear to the, the heart. Yeah. Like I, I was told by someone else, I'm an overthinker and, and, you know, like if that's what you think is a bad thing, fine. I got to where I'm at overthinking, good or bad, and indifferent, you know? You I'm doing like, okay. Suck these nuts. That's what you should Right. Say. I didn't suck think about on that. These suck these you nuts. Think, you can overthink about this dick. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, shut what I'm saying? the fuck up. What are you talking about? Let me lay my nuts on your forehead. I'll ski, ski, bitch. Right. I mean, it's me, oh. but I'm not. No offense. It's in jokes, folks. <laughs> Jokes and jokes and ha 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 ha. That's what I'm saying. Spaghetti, spaghetti. Dude, we're we're going into some you know weirdo weirdoville world, and it's, it's interesting. I don't you know I'm I'm fascinated by the experience. I'm just trying to keep a you know uh, an open mind for sure because it is going to be fascinating. I think going forward, conversation wise, but I'm more fascinated by the generation behind us and going back to the original starting of the the whole talking point of where we just kind of went off in our own ways being a teenager right now would be wild or being in college like those years can you imagine like can you imagine the underground shit that's happening right now like those underground parties those underground whatever kids fucking do that's crazy like that shit's back <laughs> yeah it is weird because it's like it's like i do i was getting old when i'm looking at my friend's kids that are teenagers i'm like well, one, I, I see some of the things that they're doing. I'm like, uh, and you're like everything. Like, I feel like everything's a joke to these kids, which is funny because I'm like, I get, I get it. They wear <laughs> right? the same fucking clothes we were wearing and shit. It's like, what right? the fuck are yeah. we in and a then, time machine with with Crocs on and stuff? And it's just like, and it's just like the silly to be ridiculous and silly is the cool thing, right? Like '90s and shit, which we did. That's what, That's what I said. That's what I said. I was like, perfect. what the fuck what? is going on? I mean, but the thing is, like, the weird thing about it was like, we, you and I, I'm talking about you and I perfected that shit. <laughs> and, and right, right. We perfected that shit at the time and still were kind of considered weirdos and outsiders. But now that's like more common. I mean, hey, that's just some Sacramento water stuff, man. Sacramento's a weirdo place and really cool, is. cool weirdo shit comes out of here. I mean, that's just the reality of it. I, I, I'm a proponent of it. I hate it as much as I love it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hate like the Kings. Movie. I'm a Warriors fan, but still, uh, I still fuck with the Kings because it's some Sacramento shit, and I hate Sacramento at the same time. So that's I, yeah, just how I really it works. Try a different city because I feel like Sacramento is so weird, where everybody thinks they're better than they really are, and I only say that because I wonder if that's every city. I'm trying to figure that out. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. We need to go because, city hopping like we were talking about. Because I need to about. go to another city to see because it definitely feels like everybody's better. But that's the thing, but we've been living here so long. You know what I mean? I think you just become a, you know, like a, used to the, the habitat. You know what I mean? We're just like, oh, this is just what life is. Exactly. But when you go out, you're like, yo, what? Like, you get recognized for your talents or something? Like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you don't, you, don't, you know, like, actually people will give you a chance. Oh, yeah. cool. People love you guys out there. What? That's crazy. What? You, know, you get back to tech. Nah, man. Fuck you. Still trash. What? You're Who are you? I What's your name? <laughs> You're saying that as the black man, I can actually get in with a shirt in the club. Oh man, everybody in the club wearing a shirt. You're like, what? In this 
club also is carpet all the way around. Like what? Right. Like <laughs> no dance like, floor. It's just all go, carpet. Did you go to San Diego a couple times. I've been there a couple times. Yes. Yes. Like I used to love going to the clubs in the beach because they could wear almost almost anything. You know, San Diego is like, an whatever. interesting place. It's an interesting but now place. Now when you now when you went downtown, <clears throat> I know you had to be dressed to the nine. You're like, okay, well, I can't get in with this. You know. Hey, I mean, you know. That's that. That's fine. I was like. I guess for me, I was like, in San Diego, that makes sense. Sometimes it's in Sacramento, my own hubris, I'm like, but this is Sacramento, you know? I mean, what is Sacramento? It's some weirdo place, man. What's a weird place we're in? It's, it's so we're the capital, we're the capital it's, city it's, it's of the, it's the, California. It's the, California it's could the, be its own fucking country. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Filipino city of California. It has I mean, no I, true identity, like you oh, said, right? I mean, to be honest, it's every American at this point. I think I've quantified that argument to every single culture at this point because I'm st- I'm, I'm dead stopped at most cultures now because I'm trying to peel back the layers of all different cultures, and I'm like, oh, I think we're all confused. Like, oh shit. Well, so, yeah. So, so I think I think every 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 suburban modernized person in a culture, especially in a mixed culture, is confused. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a Agreed. black dude who likes video games, which is now more common than not. But is also like I'm not into some of this, you know. I'm not. I I'm one of the few black people that are not into to um, what is what is it? Why well, can't I say it? Dragon Balls? Like it's like am I? Is it like I have? If I'm a black geek, I have to watch Dragon Balls. That is crazy that that's even a a, a black thing. I'm like what? Dragon Ball Z? I was like that's crazy. Yeah, it's like why, why, why? Out of all things that the black community, why Dragon Ball Z? You know, that's like anything like, else. That's like anything else for any any it's, culture. But, <laughs> it's crazy, but, but it's like, but it's one of those weird trips. So it's like where I'm like, I don't even fit like in the complete geek black nerd thing. Where it's like, you know, like true, true. maybe, but that's populist though. I think with that situation, that's more like that's what popular people are doing, and that's never always. It's that's like a slight percentage over half. Maybe like sixty percent of people maybe fuck with it, but in reality, everybody else is kind of into their own little thing. It's just that's kind of like what they're saying. But you're like, eh, that's just trash. Like you know, we would identify it like that way. At least yeah, that's how we lived. You're like, what? You listen to that radio shit? Ah, you ain't got no what? You don't listen to other music? Nah, trash. Like what? You don't have no other musical taste? Trash. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really like. I don't. I don't have a hate or a disdain. I just never really had a drive to watch Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, that's what. That's what I'm saying. That's why you, know? you just don't pay attention to that shit. Like, ah, whatever. Like, Fuck it. Yeah. I'm weird. Fuck yeah. I'm out. Yeah, and, then, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then they definitely call you weird. It's like, what? You don't want Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. I'm like, suck Ugh. these nuts. I suck these nuts. <clears throat> no, I, I start off with Naruto and Akura and other stuff, you know? Oh, see, I don't even watch none of that shit either. You're a weirdo, too. You just watch other weirdo shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's some weird shit, you know? I mean, but it's cool, though. That's my thing. I'm like, yo, this is the cool part about how this shit works. It seems like everything's available and it's up for grabs. And there's some cool shit out there. Uh, it seems like there's plenty of it and it's everywhere. You just have to be really looking for what you want. And yeah, I look for what you want and have yeah. that desire, that want desire fucking, yeah. motivation to do that. Hopefully your your internal battery is still high enough oh. and that you replenished it to, to continue to do and do the research that you love, you know? See? That's what I'm saying. That's sky high to the foot, sky high in the motherfucking Golden Gate Bridge right behind you. Look at that. Shots right. out. 
right. <laughs> that's crazy architecture by the way whatever and however that was built and you know i, I think yeah, it's I questionable think- personally that is an amazing feat you know what i mean build a bridge across this- yeah like how did you do that you know i think about like, that shit I, every like, time i look at that or drive like through now, that shit. now i get it because we've perfected it over time but like back then i'm like how you know Shit, I have that question for a lot of different things. <laughs> I'm like, I'm matching up the timeline here, folks. And I'm like, this is a little loopy how this plays out. And I don't know if I'm getting confused with what movies say versus what history says versus an alternative way of thinking. You know what I mean? I have to factor yeah. all those things in because like you said earlier, TV and movies have dictated somewhat of how this kind of feels and plays out. And, you know, oh. looking back on that, I'm like, OK, so maybe the clues are in what they tell us versus what we're actually in control of. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I guess for me, I try not to get too lost into that because it drives me crazy. Crazy. Like, yeah. You're already a weirdo, bro. Just embrace it, dog. Why not, man? Just know, take man, your just own leap into the it's, thing. It's just to the point where I'm just like, nah, I got to minimize my weirdness and my anxiety on that, you know, to a certain yeah. point. on, You know, I can only take so much, you know? That's true. True. Well, since you're a music man, my thing in the music world is I am fascinated by organs. Like I said before, so... You know, that's always interesting for me. The organ is that, the that, most that fascinating be, thing. That should be one of the things that we do when we go on a trip. Like, like let's find a place that has, like, a large cathedral. or Yeah. Or, no, I just want to hear a concert big... in one of those. Yeah, for real. Like, I really want to do that. Yeah. That'd be fucking right. amazing. I think we're done for tonight, man. Hey, thank you, brother. Sky high to the fullest. I'll re-edit it out. We're all good. I love you, brother. Thank you. Love too, man. Noxu cow, bro. Noxu cow.